What is up, Dama Nerds? We're back again with episode 24, 24, coming at ya. I'm hyped to be here, talk about some shit, and as always, you know, I'm here with my homie MJ. What up, MJ? Yes, yes, what is up, Rod? Super stoked for episode 24. It's gonna be a good one. Uh, back to just the, the two amigos, the dos amigos, for this yes, episode. Yes, two brothers. <laughs> the Going back to where it all started, just two guys, two nerds, fucking nerding out about That's right. a nerdy-ass boy. Hell yeah. And for me over here in Vancouver, it is Saturday, November 23rd at 9 a.m., the 12th year of Sander. What time you got over there, MJ? It's I am... for you, is it not? Yes, it is 1.57 Sunday. Oh. Japan time. JPT. So uh, in, the future. in the future, but there's going to be a lot of people that are coming to the future very soon because yeah. Catch and Flow is coming up. I will soon be coming back to the future. Yeah. It's going to be good. <laughs> Can't yes. wait. It takes a toll on the body, but it is definitely it good does. To, to make the, the the travels all the way to Catch and Flow the biggest un, undisputed Kendama World Championship of Freestyle. The freestyle world kendama championship. World, it was like, so if you're the first ones to set it up and do it, you can pretty much just snag that title. Yo, we're the we're, this is the world championship. I mean, they were the first ones to do like a freestyle championships exclusively freestyle like event. Yeah, right, right. And it's based in Japan, where kendama comes from, so it makes sense for it to be. They just get a golden the ticket. Place where, I guess. I mean, so it's since like they did it. I mean, if if like. If somebody else had done this and claimed the title first, I don't think yeah. they would have been able to. But Ooh. since they were the first ones to do it, like you said, I think maybe that's uh, yeah. You got to be the first. It's kind of like party. Sweets did the. They changed the MKO to the NAKO, the North American Kanama Open. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but if if we were like if Tara was to say like we're gonna do the NAKO like before they did, then it would you know like obviously our event isn't as big, but like it's still. I don't know. That's that's an interesting point. I wonder who who does get that. If you just say it first, you get a golden ticket. Is that the way it works? I definitely will. Yeah, it's totally who does it first because the the f- first is first. Just like all the YouTubers like to comment, right? It's fucking first. <laughs> all right, sweet. First. So the other thing, like you were mentioning, which I stupidly totally disregarded, was the fact that this toy was made in Japan. So. That's the extra, like, un- okay, you got no more argument. This is the birthplace, so this is where the world championships is is going to be held. But it makes you, sense. But if you think about it, it's like the title and that tournament name can be the same, and that could be, okay, the world championship. But, like, the Olympics, wouldn't it be cool if these, like, traveled around each year? mm it would be cool. That's been like talked about before. I right? remember at uh, at World Cup a few years ago, there was some people who were really pushing. This is when like the boom was for Kendama was really big in Hawaii, and oh, there was some people shit. pushing to have the World Cup in Hawaii. Whoa. So I remember someone even went so far as to say on the microphone at the after party of World Cup that next year they were going to try and have it in Hawaii. And I remember Tomotsu like standing there being like, "What the." F- fuck are you talking about? You know, no, someone not. go <laughs> <tackle> him. <laughs> fucking yeah. chokehold that dude. Sleeper. Put him out right dude, now. I, I, I never forget the look on his face, man. <laughs> he was just like, what are you saying? 
the fuck? Like, oh, just, shit. Oh, man. And, like, and of course, it's Tomotsu. He's not going to get mad. He's like, you yeah, know, yeah, he yeah. was just like, uh, uh, I don't, I think maybe not. Maybe we can, yeah, <laughs> we can talk about it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, because there's but, so much, yeah, so, there's so much pull from, um, Hatsukaichi. Mm-hmm. Everyone well, that's there. kind of like like we've talked about this before. Where like to like something that I've always liked about the Kingdom World Cup is that right, it's right, in right, that right. same place. This you know, it's the true. pilgrimage to the birthplace. It's yeah. like if you're a yogi and you like yoga, you eventually probably want to go to India and go to Dude, Rishikesh, where the birthplace of yoga was, to learn yoga or yeah. like, to do yoga. Right? It's they're no called, different than Kendama and Hatsukaichi. They're called yogis. Yeah, a yogi is someone who practices yoga. So what if you're a teacher so of technically, yoga? Technically, a male is a yogi, and then a girl is a yogini. Ooh, a yogini? That... Yogini. <laughs> yogini. It's kind like of... Chevy Chase like golf jokes in there. Kind somewhere. of sounds like a, like a no, type no, no, of pasta. A type of pasta. Yogini? But the yogi, all I could think of is like, hey, boo-boo. Oh, give me some uh, <laughs> Yogi Bear. Yeah. Picnic We're baskets. Get us some picnic baskets. <laughs> yeah, Yogi, I don't think the ranger would like that. <laughs> so what Hell is yeah. so what is a teacher of yoga? Are you still a yogi or a yogini? Oh, You're just someone who practices. A teacher is like I don't know. That's that's like a common misconception I think with yoga is that yoga is meant to like just express like like to explore your body and to like feel your body, you know, and to like. Oh explore that connection between like your spirit and your body and like moving your breath into parts of your muscles and stuff like that. It's not about like, Oh, I can put my leg over my head and fuck check me out. I'm a pretzel, you know? And like somebody teaching you how to do that. Like that's a very common misconception about that whole thing. Honestly, it's more about, it's it's all about your own practice and how you feel. And pouring water, like water through your nose and just letting it drain. That is, that is a yogi yogic practice. Honestly, it's a, the neti pot. You, you the remember, neti, you know, neti pot. That's pot? what it's called. Yeah, yeah. that it's an in like in Sanskrit, it's a neti sutra is what they call it. A sutra yeah. is like a cleansing thing. There's all sorts of different ones, like yeah, cleaning yeah, your yeah, nostrils, yeah. like cleaning your like esophagus, cleaning your stomach. I've done some Whoa. crazy shit in yoga school, man. Where we like there was one. The hardest one I ever did was where you had to drink a bunch of like it was salt water, like warm salt water. And you just drink as much as you can, basically. And there was a set of postures you had to do that helps to, like, push the water down through your system. Whoa. And you just keep drinking it until you literally start shitting out water. And so you're just spewing oh. water out and, like, cleanse, you're cleansing your whole insides. <laughs> like you're, And you just keep doing it and, like, keep doing it until the water starts coming out clear. And then you have to spend, like, a day resting and shit because you clean, like, the stomach lining out from your stomach. And you have to give it a chance to rebuild that like mucus membrane that protects your stomach from your stomach acid. So you this, can actually like really hurt yourself doing it if you don't do it properly. It's a com- really intense thing. This water's coming out of your asshole? Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's <laughs> fucked up. It was, it was an experience. So is everyone naked in like tubs? I, I mean, no, you don't have to be naked to do it. Like we just did it in a class setting. Yo. So like there was like all the people who were together like every day doing, this was in yoga school. Like I was there for a month doing it every Whoa. day. And this was just one thing we had gone through. Wait, you must. The practice you, is called Shakaparakasana. It's called pretty sh- sure if I'm shitty, not shitty what? <laughs> Shakaparakasana or something like that. It's very similar to that. I can't remember exactly. I think that's what it is though. Amazing. Like this is like. It's a whole new level of yoga stuff. I think a lot oh, dude, of people didn't know about. Dude, that's like there's other ones too, man. Like, 
there's but other ones, man. There you, was there was another one I tried I couldn't do. That hold was on, fucking, like you had to have ugh, so cleansed the body before releasing all those fluids out of your ass because the, the first <laughs> well, the fluid shits, is what's cleansing the body. But the first shits that come out of everyone must be I the worst. <laughs> that first blast. <laughs> Is the worst well, blast. Dude, it's uncomfortable at first. Yeah, you don't like. I've never done that before. You know, you're all of a sudden you're just like, man, I'm so full, and you're like doing like like jumping jack kind of things and like all sorts of things to like press this water down into your stomach further, oh. and then like eventually you're just like, wow, I'm I gotta run to the bathroom like right now, and then yeah, it's, it's wait, a weird so, thing, so you man. run to the bathroom? Yeah, you don't just shit in the <laughs> yoga studio. I was totally <laughs> Come on, buddy. Envisioning everyone Come just on, like buddy. in this huge. Like I don't know, like like a butcher's room or like like a, a yeah. cooking area where there's drains Fuck, in the would floors. <laughs> Man, I hope it's not a cooking area if you're doing that shit. A butcher's room would be more likely though. Fuck, somebody be getting slaughtered if there's shit all over the place like oh, that. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. But I would like to try the neti pot thing because I have my nose is always fucked up. My sinuses, I always feel the clogged. neti pot thing is pretty cool. Actually, I've I've always enjoyed it. There's another one too that's like uh, jalanar neti, which is like you put a string up your nose and then it comes out of your mouth and you kind of like floss your insides a little bit. Oh, people do that with snakes. It's, yeah, Zawa <laughs> does it with noodles. I've seen that motherfucker sniff noodles and kendama and string. Yeah, I have yeah, a video. Yeah. Of him, like, yeah, he's just coughing like a motherfucker, just pulling yeah. a string out of his fucking mouth. It's uh, oh, that guy's an animal. God, this, this yo, it's a little update horrible. since I brought up Zawa. Last episode, we talked oh. about my butt tattoo. Yes, yes, and shit. Um, so I've been trolling him real hard with like photos of other butt tattoos. No way. So like, I I took a picture of Eric's ass because Eric has a pic- uh, tattoo on his ass that literally says your name with a heart. Oh man, kind of thing. Nice. So I hit him up and I was like, Zawa, I got a very special tattoo for you. I got your name on my ass, and he was just like, he. I don't think he even said anything. I sent him Eric's picture, and then oh, he did shit. the classic, just like Shineo, like just yeah, hurry yeah, up yeah. and die kind of shit, <laughs> you know. So then I was like, oh, just kidding, that's Eric's ass. Then I sent him another one, and then another one. There was like a Simpsons one of like the comic book dude, and it's like worst tattoo ever, like in a word blurb. <laughs> nice. And then uh, there was an the one that I another one I sent him was like this really crazy one of this dude that had a it was a naked dude that had his whole back and like into a butt piece and he's got a oh, snake on God. his shoulders and it's a fucking picture. It's hilarious. I sent him that one, and then he uh, he he asked me a question of like when I was coming to Japan. And that was my answer was I sent him that. <laughs> and then I sent him one that just says shit happens in like a weird font. And I knew that he would love that one. So yeah. that one he was just like, oh, really nice. And I left it kind of at that. So I think he thinks that's what I got. Yeah. Was the shit happens ones. Or I mean, with all the pictures you're sending me, he was just probably like, he's just fucking with me. Like, there's no tattoo. These all aren't him. It's not Exactly. Rod. So he still has no fucking idea that I have he's, a tattoo of him dude, on my ass. you... So you're going to show it to him like in person, right? You're not going to send him a picture. Yes, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. scheming on getting a video of his yes, reaction yes, is yes. what I'm doing. Because I already told Koda and Tomotsu, I was talking to them about some stuff because yeah. we were going to Okinawa before Catch and Flow and whatnot. And uh, so I had to tell Koda because it's coming up in Dominoes and I know he listens to it. So I yeah. I wanted to see his reaction was part of why I wanted to talk to him about it, right? <laughs> well, well, now so Koda's going to be the fucking cameraman. Yeah, now he's going to be the cameraman. Exactly, yeah. exactly, yeah. Um, but So I showed him and Tomotsu like, over video chat. It was really funny. Tomotsu was just like, what? <laughs> what? That's Zawa? <laughs> so funny. 
god. So yeah, that's 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 coming along nicely. It's gonna be a good little video. I'll definitely upload that video to the nerds page once I get it. Oh yeah, yeah. Nerds Instagram. That's gonna yep. be a good one. And it's coming up. <laughs> it's coming up, because like I said, catch and flow is coming up. I'm coming back to the fucking future. Catch it's gonna flow. be good. There's there's yeah, before I think there's only been a few people who have announced themselves as uh going, or at least from like from the companies. Chrome. Uh, has released their their uh their yeah, roster. Crumb, the regular squads kind of coming right for Crom. Uh, I don't think I saw. I I remember it's like Bonds, Fish, Fish, Rolf, Rolf. Torquil, uh, Albert. Is Marcus? Al- Albert's Marcus, coming in. I believe Marcus. I don't think Marcus is coming. I wish he was, but I don't think so. Of course, all the the JP Chromies. Yeah, all those guys, of course got to be there like you and journey and show right yeah yeah easy of course those guys on eg yeah well eg on the pro team he's in on that shit for sure right right yeah but but other than that who else i wonder um i've been talking to people so i know of of a few people who are coming but i don't know if they announced them or not Ooh, they so like i know the secret? soul squad's rolling kind of deep oh yeah I know the gt squad's not rolling as deep as usual but they're still pretty pretty deep um, yeah, yeah. Sweet squad is coming deep. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I'll USA, be there. USA be there. going going weak. They've been weak the past Kusa, few I'm years. Not, yeah, I'm not sure who from Kusa is gonna like, be there. To be honest, Wyatt. Wyatt flew himself out last year. I remember. Oh no shit. Yeah. Just wow. like I'm flying myself out this year. Yeah, yeah. Of course there'll be. You know, Nobu's gonna be flying up from Hiroshima. Yeah, Nobu will be there. Definitely. And Dewey I who else is will be gonna going. be joining, I'm sure. Unless he has like who? school duty duties, Dewey. Ah, oh, Rui, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? Rui better be there. Yeah, he's world champ. He's got no excuses. Right. I know Sue. Sue Lab Squads being there. Tapia, oh yeah. Mochi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a few things coming up with this Japan stuff. So like we were mentioning, I mentioned that I'm going to Okinawa before Catch and Flow with the yeah, Gokan squad. Yeah, yeah, Go yeah. Go do some events. Like we did that about six months, eight months ago or something like that when I was living in Japan. We went to Okinawa and I had such a blast. There's so many people there that like I had never met before. There's a huge Kendama scene in Okinawa. Whoa, in the really? whole Japan tour, I think Okinawa was the biggest of all the events that we did. No shit. There was like 150, like 200 people came out, man. It was crazy. Whoa. Do you think maybe it's like just events don't happen so often there? So when it does, like, yo, come out. It might be. But I don't know. Like, there is some people who do a lot of stuff there. Like, there's like an after school school there that like this one homie like works at. And there's just like a wall of damas and all the kids are always there playing dama mm. and stuff. And like they do the kente and it's really cool. Wow. As well, as it's mm-hmm. tiny. It's only like, I think, two hours to drive from one side to the other. Yeah, it's not very big at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I get to go go do the Okinawa stuff and then yeah, come back you... up to Tokyo. Feel the and cold. And come to Catch and Flow again. It's yeah. going to be good. And then after Catch and Flow, we got the Sulab anniversary event happening, as usual, the, the day after Catch and Flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get to come hang out with you. Hells yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Yeah, I've a, I've a bit of a uh, some parties to to family affairs to go to during the day, so I'll be rolling in towards the night of that. Oh, but I'll be there just when it gets good. Oh yeah, right when everyone starts just when it to gets dance good. like insane and just be like, "Whoa, you guys are nuts! You guys are going <laughs> off." 
<laughs> but it's good because the, the the competition's over and it is the time to go nuts. Hell yeah, it is. Totally, totally. And there's no better place to go nuts than the Sioux Lab. <laughs> right? Just go. Sue loves just feeding me those giant fucking glasses that are like the size of my torso full of like ginger highballs. He oh, loves feeding so me those. so gross. Oh, man, yeah. Everyone. I don't know why he loves it. I think he enjoys feeding them to me more than I enjoy drinking it, I think. <laughs> but you take it. Oh, I don't say no to free booze, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so that's, gonna, that's definitely <laughs> I mean, going to be a good That's job. a dangerous statement. I'm going to amend that real quick. I usually don't <laughs> say no to free booze. Right. I don't want somebody to hold me hey, to that in, all in you, some state. You know? All you ladies, don't try some, some shit with Rod. When you, oh, that's not where I was hey. going with that. But yeah, let's uh, put that get that out there too. Easy, ladies. No, Easy. <laughs> Easy. Another thing that's Easy. happening... Is um, before that, actually tomorrow, or I should say today, because it's two in the morning of Sunday here. Sunday, today, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, and how many hours? I'm horrible with math. At like 11 o'clock, oh, all girls so Kendama like Open is going down in Tokyo. I will be attending that. I'm thinking oh, yeah. uh, Yuka asked me to do some judging, so I'm pretty stoked on that. I need to do a little more research. I have a few hours, so I got to fucking. Yeah, nine take- exactly, buddy. Yeah, nine hours to to get the uh, the tricks in my brain, but it's not. I don't think it's that bad. I'm gonna have a no, little be all right. list. It's not like fucking poor Koda's ass for Kendama World Cup. Yeah, you don't have to memorize 120 tricks. That's for oh sure. Oh my yeah. god! In like, <laughs> and the number for the them. numbers. Yeah, that's, that's, yes. Yeah, no, you you should be all right, buddy. <laughs> he's like he's like Rain Man when he's getting prepped yeah, for that shit. It's like the what's this like from a beautiful mind, fucking Russell Crowe. Yeah, Coda's just in the shed with all the trick videos like <laughs> up on a screen. <laughs> Big Coda, what are you doing? I'm studying, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's so intense. So yeah, so it should it shouldn't be that bad. But it's interesting because this is the first time it's going to be held outside. In the past, oh. um, it's always been inside venues. I think the very first one was, I think technically this is the fourth one. I was going to say the third. This is the fourth one because mm. the first one, I think, was, no, not I think. It was in Osaka. Yeah. And Misu won it. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And this was probably like, what? I remember that. 2014? Shit, no. Maybe. Yeah. I but mean, I, if this is the fourth one, right? Right, twenty fifteen, right? Yeah. So I don't think there was a a U.S. version of this. I could be totally wrong, just forgetting about it. But then after that is when they did like the tour, which was pretty sweet. And they mm. Haley started off in the U.S. and then came to Tokyo. Yeah. And this happened in August. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then they did the event here, and then Yuka. And Haley flew to Taiwan to hang out with Jijan, and they did. The I remember event that. There. That's, yeah, they did the three. That was fucking awesome. That's really cool. Hell yeah. yeah. And then last year, uh, at least for the 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 Japanese side of the all girls Kendama Open, it happened right after Catch and Flow. Day after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think right. It you was were there. The I didn't go to that one. It was the day after because it was also the day after Catch and Flow is always the Sioux Lab birthday party. Oh, and yes, yes. That was the year where, like, we were trying to go to Sula, but we couldn't because the all-girls event was happening. And so right, right, it was right. a whole kerfuffle of things. And yeah, shit, yeah, so. yeah. There, so that happened then. 
Now this and so the past two years were in the same venue and we talked about it. I forgot when was that episode like episode episode four when you talked episode, about yeah. the venue and how it's like ago, buddy. the uh, the tiny ass doorway to, the, to yeah. the stage and how there's like the hangout room with like the drinks, the bar and the merch. Mm-hmm. But then like you had to go through this one fucking tunnel tunnel that one Funnel. doorway yeah it was yeah. such a yeah it was a little tiny fucking doorway and then there were so many people that everybody couldn't fit in that room so there was people standing in the other room all crowding around that doorway trying to peek their fucking head in Yo. to see what's going on and yeah perfect, it was crazy perfect place for a zombie apocalypse if you have enough ammo and some guns because like you just oh aim at the hell door. yeah they're just yeah buddy it's that, that <laughs> it's that fucking what is that from that movie, The 300, where they got, we don't have the numbers, so we bring them to the corridor. We fight them one on one. Yes, bah, bah, yes. Bah. The corridor. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. So then, That's the tactic. So then this year it's going to be outside, which is pretty cool. Uh, mm. It's going to be cold. Hopefully not too cold. Exactly. Yeah, the, the weather has been getting fucking chilly the past mm. week here in Japan. Like, it just like, Tables were just turned around so hard. Everyone's like, oh, shit. Time to take out your winter coats, guys. Today yeah. it was raining. Even during the day, eh? It's like cold. Yeah, yeah. Getting windy Damn. and stuff. And uh, up until just a few days ago, like, I was contacting Yuka, like, yo, like, the weather says it's going to be raining. Uh, is it going to be canceled? Let me know when that's decided yeah. or not. And so just Saturday, the day before, by 4 p.m., the uh the venue because they do like a bunch of like events in this open area it's connected to like a a, a restaurant and they do a bunch of like flea market kind of stuff is this that spot that has like shipping containers all in it and stuff where they've had it in the past they haven't had it in the past there though or they had a different event there maybe i remember seeing videos and pictures of this place ken hole has an event every month they join and every maybe month that's a, what I'm thinking of. They're a part of it, yeah. So they're using that space, and super plus for me because cool. it's m- closer to where I'm living instead of heading in more towards Tokyo. But not a problem. Nice. Still. Um, but yeah, outside weather. But they're gonna be going down, so that's good. I just need. I'm just trying to figure out what kind of fucking jacket I'm gonna wear because I don't know how cold <laughs> it's gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> gotta bring an extra, buddy. Yeah. But you know what? I'm going to be psyched because I'm going to be the only one with a silk premium string and my fingers aren't going to be <laughs> my fingers aren't going to be burning. My hand ain't going to be burning from that those hand rolls. No, cuz that string will be too stuck on your base cup trying to do J sticks. You'll never fucking it'll just be right there, buddy. It's a tripping hazard that <laughs> string. <laughs> tripping hazard. Caution. Each it all, should come in caution they, colors. They yeah. come they should come with a little caution sticker on the fucking packs. It's They're safe. fat enough. You can write it on the fucking string. <laughs> <laughs> but stoked for that. It happened. It already passed. Yeah. I think what, like uh, two weeks ago or more? No. Oh, maybe yeah, two weeks ago in the states. Yeah, the American one just happened. I think it was this past weekend. Oh shit! No way. Yeah. Really? It feels like maybe the weekend before. It was a long time ago. You might be right. It could be two weeks ago. I don't even. I don't know to be honest. I've been busy working a lot trying to get money together for this Japan trip. So I've been in the shop making damas and stuff. And Exactly. Working, oh, dude. So. Hells yeah, dude. You've been cranking out some gnarly looking Kens. Yeah, thanks, man. I've been yeah. Yeah, I've been on the grind. I've made yeah. a bunch. 
I've told you already, but like that the, that fucking oak. Oak is so good looking. Like I like Zebrano. Yeah, and, oak is cool. Oak yeah, is, oak is like one that people don't look at so much. But I'm like, oh man, it's mm. so nice. I think it, because they use it a lot in furniture too. Yeah, it's like it's a good wood, man. It's nice and solid too. As far as like kendama woods go, like oak is really nice. The only thing is that it's like so hard that it's a little bit on the brittle side, so it does chip sometimes. Oh, okay. But but it's really good wood though. Right. I mm-hmm. like it. Looks good. Nice She's aesthetic. She's a solid one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. it's classic looking. So so nutty, so nutty. But I know that a lot of people have been like uh, confused with like rod damas and like Terra kendamas. They're like, who's who? Yeah. Like, are you the same company? Like, yeah. Well, you'll be happy to know that I just uh, filmed a little video that should be out soon, just talking about like my hand turns and stuff like that. Like, we made one talking about the prefects when we announced those. Oh yes. If, if you guys saw that, it was just me in the shop just talking about it and stuff. Yeah. It's basically the same thing, except for instead of prefects in front of me, I got my damas in front of me and just nice. talking about it. Nice. And so. Yeah, to, just to clarify, Rod yep. Damas are made by Rod, yours truly. Yes. Um, they're not my pro models. They're my creations that I make to sell and shit. Yeah. And I do not make Terra Kendamas. Terra Kendamas are all made by Smith, all the handmade ones. Ooh, right? So there you go. So it's so. almost like Terra is your uh, kind of place to sell, your store. Essentially. I mean, I use the Terra get... shop. Yeah. Like, we... Like we use all the same tools and the same wood stash and all that stuff, right? So like, right, right, right. Mm-hmm. It all comes from the same place. It's just I'm making it rather than Smith making. I mean, that being said, like I help out with the Terra stuff. Like some yes, of the original yes. pro models, like the the ones where it's just me, Eric, and Rice's pro models, yes. the the custom laminate ones. Yeah, yeah. Those ones, fucking me and Smith spent days like chopping all that wood and gluing up by hand, and I I prepared all the blanks and got them nice and square to send off to the factory to turn them and stuff. And right, those were a lot of work. That was some stuff that I did that was Terra, but I didn't turn them though. So right, usually, right. if it's something that's turned by me, it has my name on it, and that's Ooh. how you decipher them basically. There you go, and also you have the nice that uh, that nice rod seal, little sticker, little yeah. signature. Yeah, we got a la- uh, not a laser cutter, sorry, but like um, like a vinyl cutter. Yes. In the shop now, so you can hook it up oh, to the nice. computer and just chop whatever stickers we want. So uh, we tried these out, and I didn't really, f- I didn't like it at first. Honestly, I thought it was like kind of weird. And once I started putting it on there, though, it just looks so clean and like way nicer than my shitty fucking hand burned. Because like okay. all the wood grain is like always different. So like yes, when you're yes. trying to burn like from ash to maple to yeah, purple heart, like yeah. it's just always different i'd always fuck it up and there's nothing worse than like making a nice dama and then oh, i like shit. go to write my fucking stupid little name on it to make <laughs> three like, fucking mine. letters and like yeah and then it just like gets caught on the grain and now there's a big dot in the r and it looks like a child wrote it and I'm like, okay <laughs> sick yeah somebody buy this really expensive handmade dama you fucking asshole rod don't worry about the, the hell, chicken man. scratch on the fucking bottom yeah don't worry about the three-year-old's handwriting I, I promise you i'm older than three no child labor was used in the making of these kendamas <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> oh man uh so how many do you turn in one day or how much prep because well like you were saying i mean you got to cut pieces it, and then you got to yeah. glue them together it all depends on the design, the day, like if I'm working there for like three hours, eight hours, whatever, you know, like it depends. So on average, lately I've been doing like in an eight hour day, I'll, I'll turn probably two 
Ooh. two or three. It depends, like, because there's different stages, right? So it depends yeah, if yeah, I yeah. have to glue things first, if I have to cut things, if I just have to turn things, if I'm going to turn and then drill all the holes and put it all together afterwards. Yeah. You know, and then, like, do all the finishing and set it up to, like, actually, like, take pictures of it and stuff. It all depends on, like, what part of the process I'm doing, like, where I'm at in it, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But uh, on average, I think a Kendama takes me somewhere between four and five hours on average to t- to turn like from start to finish right 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 somewhere around 4 or 5 hours i would say wow is that would you consider that fast or faster than it used to be that's for damn sure <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh like nowadays i've like i've figured out how to like streamline it a little bit like instead of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know like cuz if you're doing a lot of custom laminate stuff i'm not trying to make like a laminate ken and then cut small pieces to make a laminate cerado. Right, you know, right. I'll try and make all one big piece yeah. and then turn it all at the same time. I can turn the cerado, chop that off, and then turn the ken while it's still all on the lathe, and then it's yeah. like boom, boom, done kind of thing. Otherwise, I have to, like like I said, chop all these pieces into like independently and then glue them all together, make sure they're nice and straight. With the smaller ones, it's harder. And then I have to like find the center of each one, mount them on the lathe, round them out, put them oh, in the chuck, man. and like, all these... So many little steps that are involved in, like, putting a piece on the lathe that if I only have to do it once, it just takes out a lot of steps. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And kind of just adds, like, just, like, some efficiency to the process, I suppose. It's so, it, for me, looking at it, and I think a lot of people, when looking at those uh, those small, like, one point that you do with, uh, like, just on where the bird stalls area is, like, you just have a ah, yeah. different type of wood, like, just on that spot like that seems so fucking tedious to do and there's probably so much measuring that you have to do when it's in a, a little just, bit when it's just in a fucking block before you you yeah carve it out i definitely have to have some imagination about it and like figure out like what's gonna happen with this piece right so like yeah for example like you're talking about like the bird spots i just turned one the other day that you probably saw that was all zebrano with like some maple on it and a purple heart stripe in the ken and then on the cerado the cerado is all zebrano with two little purple heart spots on top of yeah, like yeah, where yeah. the birds would perch yeah. on either side and i did, that was of course purposefully done because i just i just love the way that looks and yeah. it's like a little bird spotter yeah and like like i i talk about like naming all my kens and stuff so like one thing with that is i just look up like famous bird watchers and <sighs> shit like that and name them after them those people it's so funny <laughs> Miss, so um, like really no one's gonna have no idea what that is no there was one that i Who's just that? there was like howard medhurst i think was the name like, and he was like one of the first people to like make uh oh what was the term it's another it's not bird watching it's a term like a weird term that they use for someone it's not only bird watching but collects like either pictures or like a checklist of like a species of birds what it's ah fuck it's driving me nuts i'm not i can't remember it <clears throat> oh man it's like uh i'm just gonna look it up while we're talking about it i was but, about to um, say yeah just look it up what was the guy's basically, name basically basically it's about like keeping a list of all of these like a goals a goal is basically a goal species that you want to see okay uh, it's called the term is twitch so it's a twitcher and that's Whoa. what they call it and so this guy howard medhurst who i named the one ken that i made after yeah. um was actually the person to i don't think he coined the twitch 
term, but they they coined it after him because he was real twitchy about like getting the birds and shit, and it was like a weird thing. Oh man! So that's where that that's where that came from, and that's why that that first can I made with the paddock bird spot. Uh, it was all like um, ash and walnut laminate, and then it had a a paddock like bird spot. That one was called Howard Medhurst, and that's why it's because it had. The t- the original Twitcher fucking watching those birds. The original Twitcher. <laughs> Nothing to do with video games. Not this time. Or a lot of the time it is, but not this time. He was just a weirdo that liked birds. Yep. Shout out Howard. <laughs> Howard. Is he dead? I don't even is he know alive? if he's still alive. We don't know. I was just, yeah, I, didn't, right. I had no idea. This guy's from like the fucking 1970s or something. No, he's, he's from the 50s. Oh, yeah, so maybe good. he's not alive. 50s. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, wouldn't, isn't, wouldn't the Purple Heart not be a good choice? Because isn't it so hard? It's like slippery. Yeah. Yeah, there is that. So, like, when designing a Kendama, that's something to take into account, you know? Like, looks versus playability. Like, ideally, like, you want some, like, ash or, like, something, like, raw with, like, some fatty grain right there to, like, grab the, the Tama, right? Yeah. But, like... So I used purple heart, but I also put a maple veneer underneath it. So there's like the purple heart spots, but there's like a white like circle around it, separating right, it right. from the zebrano. And there's just like something about the zebrano to maple to purple heart combo that just like makes my heart happy. It just looks so fucking beautiful. Yeah, I just couldn't I couldn't put anything else. And I had this piece of purple heart that was like just perfect for that spot. It was just like, no, nah, this is not not happening. Like yeah, this has to yeah. Happen. <laughs> and the, the and the Ken had a purple heart stripe, so it was just like it's just all, it's like the universe just giving me all these things, and I I, I said no, it's like fucking basically saying fuck you to the universe at this yeah. point, you know, <laughs> which I'm not about to do. <laughs> <laughs> that seems intense. So some of these like aren't thought out to the end. Sometimes it just happens with a lot of the time. I just like over. I'll find like some wood that I like, like I'll just like go through the stack and I'll find some stuff and I'll be like, Oh, I haven't used this one or whatever. And like, okay, just kind of okay. put them together. And, like, Oh, maybe that would be cool. Maybe I should put a veneer between it or like things like that and just kind of slap them together and throw them on the lathe and hope they turn out. I've had a couple recently where I didn't glue them perfectly straight where like the pieces kind of slid a little bit. Oh. So instead of the blank being a nice square, it's kind of like a, lopsided like trapezoidy kind of thing and huh. then that means that it doesn't when i round it out it doesn't stay as big as i wanted it to oh okay. so like like i was saying i was trying i'm trying to get the cerrado and the ken out of the same piece right oh yeah, yeah yeah so i make the whole thing hopefully fat enough like the fattest part of the whole kendama is the big cup yeah right so the whole blank has to be big enough to make a big cup but if i fuck up the lamination like i did on these couple that i was talking about where it doesn't quite stay square then it gets a little bit smaller when you finally get it rounded out and cut like down into it so that all the ridges are nice and flat and it's a round cylinder yeah it gets smaller and now it's not big enough to have a big cup so now i had to fucking chop that off and just make it ken and then glue up a different piece for a cerrado oh and then use that other piece for something else so damn yeah so that's a that's a thing i've i've fucked up a couple times recently and it like nobody would ever know except for me you know but Yeah, yeah yeah i'm i'm not afraid to admit it I fuck up too. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody fucks up. That's the way she goes. Right, right. I, I would like. I honestly, I would on probably argue that I fuck up more so than more people. Most people, honestly, but that's, I couldn't say that for sure. But it seems that way some days. I mean, it's always you're always learning. It's always a progress. Yeah, but that's that's, that's thing, wood right? turning. You know, it's like it's like it's really easy to fucking take wood away, but you can't put it back. So you have to like really 
pay attention and like the whole measure cut or measure twice cut once mentality you know like just take your time don't go too fast and I mean you want to go like at a nice pace but like not like and then all of a sudden you're like oh shit I cut like an inch too deep now this whole piece that I just worked on for four hours was fucked you know also my finger is gone yeah there's also that you gotta watch out for that I sliced my fingernail. I don't know if you can see in the video, but I sliced my fingernail with an X-Acto knife cutting some veneers like, yeah, this is like that. a month ago. Oh. And it's like still growing out. You can still see on my finger a little bit where it cut. It's like across the nail. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, It's actually split. Like if I put like pressure on it, like it actually opens up the little crack oh, in my nail. It's kind of crazy. So like, the, like you got to pay attention. Like that was just me cutting a veneer. Like I wasn't even doing anything with a power tool or anything. That so like I wasn't even paying attention. So Jeez, you got to be careful, uh, dude. One of these all you days, guys, girls working with tools, pay attention. Cause pay attention. Watch your fingers. You only have and, so many fingers. And put your hair back. Tie it back. Jeez. Yo, yes, man. I, I wear like a hoodie and shit for me. Like I, I, my hair does not come anywhere near power tools. Oh my god! I, I like my scalp where it is personally. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that would be the fucking worst. Holy shit! I remember yeah, like man. at wood shop in in high school, like hearing about the horror stories. She's just being like, "Yeah, dude, don't fuck around." No, you don't fuck around with power tools, yeah. man. I was uh, when I first got out of high school. I was a plumber for four years. And yeah. so I, I did like the schooling and everything. And I did a lot of like uh, steel threaded pipe at one point. Okay, okay. And I remember like if you've ever seen that to thread a pipe, like to put a thread on the end of a two inch steel pipe is like a big machine that like you put this 21 foot length of pipe into. And that thing weighs like, you know, about probably 80 to 100 pounds at least I would I would guess, you know, this 20 foot length of pipe. And it's pipe, yeah. grabbing this pipe and it spins it at like with such force that like it pushes it through a a die set that like cuts little grooves into it so that you can thread it onto like a piece to fit them together and make gas lines and make water lines and stuff so this machine has a pedal to spin the pipe and then when you let go of it it still does like probably a rotation as it slows down and stops right but it has so much torque like this thing will straight take your arm off yeah like and i remember one day i was like you use a lot of oil of course to cut it because it's steel you have to use oil to cool it and to like you know make it nice and smooth so i had a rag and i'm wearing gloves of course and i'm wiping the excess oil off as i let go of the pedal my glove got caught on a burr on the pipe and it just like took i pulled my hand out of the glove as the glove went around the pipe so like i almost like i could have like had my whole arm just like wrapped around this pipe right right just like you know broken who many this is before I ever found Kendama, too. So, like, that could have happened. I could have been fucked, and I could have never even been able to play a Kendama, never Man. mind get as, like, to where I'm at now with it, you know. Or even make them, for that matter. Like, Shit. who knows what could have happened. You would have been hard. You would have been one hell of a yogi if that happened. <laughs> I guess, you yeah. You would have gone full-on so that's, yogi. Uh, yeah, man, that was that was a wake up call for me. Where it's like, not that I didn't know to like respect the right. machine, but like you but, know, yeah. it's like a reminder. It's like, yo, like yeah, you respect the machine, but you fucking respect the machine yeah, at yeah, all yeah, times. Yeah. Don't yeah. fucking let your guard down around them shits, because that's where you lose fucking limbs and stuff. Ooh, ooh. So that's the lesson from that story, boys and ghouls. Right. <laughs> Hopefully, you don't hear any uh <laughs> any stories from the terror shop. No, God. hell no. I'm fucking... Like I said, we're on it, buddy. So hopefully. I even right. have like a face shield I wear when I'm doing certain parts of the, the turning process and stuff. 
Because I think I've mentioned my my fucking eye curse in the past. I just have. I swear to fuck, my eyeballs are magnets to fucking debris, whatever it may be. Oh no, I just, shit! I don't think we chance, didn't. I, we didn't talk about this. I always get shit in my eyes, man. It fucking drives me bonkers. I swear to God, like, in a past life, I was some form of, like, torturer or some shit, like, gouging people's eyeballs out or something, and it's just my karma or something. Because, like, like, I'll wear safety glasses and shit, and I'll still, like, wood chips will come around the glasses and, like, straight into my eye. Like, often. <laughs> Homing missiles. Often. Like, not Zam. once in a while. Like, often this happens. So, like, when I'm doing, like, the, for example, like, you put a square piece on the lathe, you have to, like, round it out. There's a lot of material to come off really quickly. So yeah. there's just wood chips just like... And it's really cool. It's maybe one of my favorite parts, honestly. <laughs> but I've been... I have We have a face shield that I rock for that part specifically, plus yeah, another yeah. couple parts where I get my face really close. Yeah. But um, because I get so much shit in my eyes. Like, it's crazy. Man, what about swimming goggles? I've thought about that, man. But then I feel like you just wouldn't even see. You know, I wouldn't... <laughs> I'd be fucking cutting, like... Fucking half an inch over to the left or something. Or how about old like World War One timey uh, aviator? Oh, like the the aviator goggles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That wouldn't be bad. I could maybe find a pair of those. It would look a lot cooler than swimming goggles. Uh, Maybe I'd be turning a lot faster. Who knows? (laughs) Maybe. Man, (laughs) put some efficiency in those turns. (laughs) So yeah, everyone, be careful. Respect the tools that you work with. But a lot of new safety first. Yeah, totally first. And then have fun. Yeah. But you're making damas all the time. Putting them out there. Mm-hmm. Everyone, if you're interested, go check out the Terra website. Raw yes, damas. Yes. We'll be looking out for that fucking, uh, that, that little video too. Documentary. Mm-hmm. How long is it? Like 30 minutes? I don't know because it's not put together. It's not that long. It'll be like a <laughs> like a one or two minute kind of thing. Like no one wants oh. to fucking sit and listen to me talk about my own kendamas for Come thirty on. minutes. I don't. You should have done. You should have done like a day in the life of a kendama turn or turn. Yeah, just wake up, fucking scratching my balls, checking yeah. my phone. That's the first <laughs> hour of the video. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, get Matt Ballard to come down. Do, like, a Yo, fucking legit, like... Hell yeah. Get, like, I a mean, 15 minute shot of the bathroom door while I'm in there. Come on, my yeah, dude. Because you know? he did the one <laughs> for, with the uh, with the Japanese dude making kendamas. Mm, the, the kendama set, like, the kendama ninja and stuff, and yeah. Yeah, but I know the one where the dude, I forgot, I don't know if he, yeah, maybe he Mr. wasn't Imada. turning it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was Imada-san, where he, like, writes the He's writing, on yes, it. yes. Mm-hmm. He was writing nebari. Putting fucking, never, like... Never yeah, give up. Yes, yes, the nebari... <laughs> Oh, and just fucking putting the screws in the backside dude, of the yeah, Sarado. Dude, yeah, screwing that fucking Sarado to the spike. All, oh, all my in, God, dude. I've, like, thought of doing that before, but, like, I don't know. It's, like, it's not a bad idea. It just looks stupid, you know? It Yeah, it does. And when you have and to like take the, it off. And, like, the other part of it, like, something that I thought of that might, I don't know how much it adds. I've never weighed a screw, but the, the screw weight. might add a little bit of lunar weight to it, you know? That's it not going to help you with those Shin Fujis and shit he's doing it on. But, like, if you're doing it with the newer Kendamas, it might help you out a little bit. I don't know. It would. Like maybe the equivalent of, like, a, a butthole. You know, you're shifting the weight to a place where you'd rather have it for that balance. So it's right, not right, right. so, like, angular when it's sitting on there. Yeah, I think so. I told you about how Kozarov did that, right? For, like, what was that, World Cup two years ago, three years ago? Yeah, you were saying she, like, sunk screws, like, into the big cup kind of yeah, thing or something, Yeah, right? yeah. I've seen that. There's like that company. What is it? Lunar of the day. What is that? Like a. There's like an Instagram. It's Lunar of the day, and they like 
I think I don't know if they make the kendamas or what, but they have like a butthole that literally like it's like a hollow kendama. It looks like, what? and they fucking put like screws in the fucking big cup and shit like that. What the heck is this? Looking it up right now. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Lunar of today. No, of the day. No, of today. No, it's of today. Yeah, it's Japanese homies, so that's probably t- of today. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Not to assume that all Japanese people speak bad English. But, sorry, that <laughs> sounded worse than I intended. Yeah, but. <laughs> but yeah, they're totally, they're just screws and they're just putting them into different types of kendamas. Oh, but these look like yeah. their own kendamas. What? <laughs> yeah, and their logo oh is Oh my god, tooth, that right? fucking booty hole is disgusting. I wasn't kidding, buddy. You could fit a fucking banana in there. Gaping. <laughs> that is so, yeah, it's a tooth. Man. That is ridiculous. I don't know about that. Yeah, they look interesting. Interesting to look at. So there's uh, there's like a little proof of concept for the whole screw in your big cup kind of screw thing. Screw in the big cup. It might have, uh, yeah, some good benefits. Uh, but that fucking booty hole. God. <laughs> I mean, like so it has gross. benefits for a lunar, but like if you were to take a kendama like that and try a gunslinger trick, there's no fucking way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, even, like, a tap trick probably wouldn't tap the same because it's so hollow in the butt that it would just be, like, a... Right, instead right, of, like, right. a solid, like, you know what I mean? That's such a fucking waste. So that's that's another thing. Like, we're, I was talking about, like, the the balance between, like, the looks or, like, the playability when I'm designing a kendama. Yeah. You know, that's another thing, too, is, like, where's the line drawn between, like, lunar ability, sling ability, like, you know, like, how big is the... Like, do you want, like, a fatty bevel... But like yeah. if you have like a really big bevel, then it's like too big to sit on like the ring stall, right, for right, example. Right. You know, like so, which one do you? The, in that case, do you make the rings like bigger, way bigger? Or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. There's Sharper. all these little things, you know, like to to think about when you're designing that kind of stuff. And it seems like you, I wonder how easy it is. Is it easy for the companies now to do that when they ask Hondui to make a new kendama and they're like giving them the, the different sizes for everything to fix that compared to you just doing it well it's interesting with a company like Hanrui because when i do something like i know that i have a good piece of wood you yeah. know what i mean so if i have a good piece of wood i know that when i turn it like it's most likely going to be solid and right. i can kind of guess that it's going to be like like it's not going to be a light piece unless and if it is i can feel that kind of thing you know Ooh. whereas with Hanrui, they're just grabbing wouldn't hucking it on the machine. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking about like, oh, I'm gonna take the heavy stuff and I'm gonna put it with the heavy stuff. Right, right, they're right. They're not. Th- they're not even thinking that far. Never yeah. mind, like making the cerdos out of the heavy stuff or vice versa or whatever. So like, it's just, and that's just, yeah, yeah. Uh, the nature of like mass production. Like they're yeah. just not gonna go that deep into it. And if they did, it would cost more and it would defeat the purpose anyways. Exactly. So that's the uh, the. The beauties of working with the Chinese factories, I guess. So it seems, right, right. So it's like, no matter how much, because everyone, everyone, there's a lot of people who complain about getting damas that aren't best for this or, oh man, like everyone's saying the Stad mod was good, but for Lunars, it's like not Uh, the greatest, blah, blah, blah. But again, that's just like, it's just the way it's designed and like, you know, like the Stod mod has a fat butt on it, so it's not going to be a super right, unique right. Dama. Yeah. Not that it doesn't do it. 
but it's really good for st- if you're doing stod kind of tricks, like uh, like multiple taps and juggles right, and shit. Right. Like, of course, it's fucking solid for it. Right, which I think is like really cool because like that's, I mean, could, maybe maybe kind of cool, maybe not, maybe kind of cool. It, it's like you're getting something that is made for that player. In this case, like right, stod made it for him. Even the past stod mod, it was to yeah. uh, you know to help him elevate his play or to to help him in his play style so that doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone because maybe everyone doesn't play like that uh perfect another example recent yeah. of is um easy's chrome mod the headshot where mm-hmm. he didn't have the booty hole he's his wasn't yeah. he's the only one that didn't have the booty hole why because he likes to do the fucking the cork spin on his pinky yeah, he he did the same thing with the previous pro models too. He's never had a butthole in his, in yes. his pro model. Yes, and then and it's the same like, thing with the that? Terra stuff. Like Eric has always had no butthole in his too. Oh, the rest okay. of us too, but Eric the Eric mod doesn't. He's scared of butts. Scared of butts, that Rick. <laughs> <laughs> scared of buttholes. I think he just he just doesn't find it necessary for his playstyle. It's like we we're talking about. Yeah, so there I you found go. like an interesting like analogy with this kind of stuff is like. If you're trying to design like a pro model for yourself or something like that, or even just a Kendama in general, you can look at it as if like, imagine like in a video game, like for example, like SSX, like a, a snowboarding video game. Tricky. Right? Yeah. You, you can get like, yeah, tricky. You can get the boards, like one board is designed for like the tricks. One board is designed for races. Yes. Or yes, you can yes. get the all around board, right? Yeah. So there's like these three ways to kind of approach it where like if I want to go this direction like whether it's far left far right uh, Right. or if I want to try and encompass all of that into one solid idea yeah so like it kind of depends on the player depends on what they're trying to do depends on all these things right so do you think that sucks for the people buying it because if they're not in the know then it's like they're kind of shit out of luck it's like maybe I shouldn't have done that I wanted to support this pro though, so I bought their yeah. mod, but actually I don't like the way it plays. I should have bought in the the cheaper like okay. standard model. See, I would almost argue that if you're buying a certain pro's mod, what, uh, there's a good chance that you at least have like some respect for that person and like yeah. admire them or take some inspiration from them, right? Right. So there's a okay, good chance okay, okay. that you're going to like look at their playstyle and what they're doing with this exact same Dama and you're going to try and recreate it in your own way. Yeah. Based off of that just because you're inspired by this person. Yeah. Right? So that's maybe not necessarily the case like you're saying like some people just buy mods cuz they like them and stuff like that. Right, right, and right. You like, like the design. Like for example, like the new Cooper Eddie mod just dropped. Yes. You know, and it's like glow in the dark paint. He made a sick video for yeah, it, all yeah. that shit. But it's also the same shape as, like, the C. Fraser mod or the Nick mod, like, the boost shape. You know, it's right, all the right, same right. shape. So you know what it's going to play like already. So that it is, like, a pretty all-around thing. It's right. Like, so in, like, a business perspective, like, that's the good way to go because you know this is what everyone likes. And you get some feedback, you know, that if you're going to change the shape, that's kind of a risky thing. I mean, it is and it isn't because... If you're trying to change a shape, that means you're you're like expanding. You're doing something new, probably, right? Right. Which which people in Kendama want, are looking for, right? Yeah. So you're like push. You're trying to push the boundaries a little bit. Hopefully, you're not just doing the same old shape. You know, you're doing yeah. something new. Yeah. Um, or at least something new to you. And like, I feel like just like the new shit, people are stoked on. Like, you're like, oh, they made a new thing. Like, I gotta see this. I want to check it out. 
that doesn't necessarily mean that just because you drop something new that people are going to buy it. Yeah. But like if you if you do a good job and put like some work into it, then yeah, people will be stoked on it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. And try it out. It's oh. Yeah. So it is interesting, like a way to look at it. Like, do you want to appease like the masses and try and make everybody happy, or do you want to just do what you think this is aiming for and just like be more like pinpoint right. like more right. specific kind of thing very personal and like appeal to maybe like less people but those people appreciate it maybe more so yeah, than if you're yeah, just yeah, trying yeah. to appease everyone and only getting a little bit of right. like only checking a little bit of everyone's list right. rather than like having less people but like hitting every box on that list you know what right. i mean yeah like i wonder if it would be weird to have a pro mod in a different shape like here's like example the uh like like the legend mod Mm. example like you'd have his envisioned like with the laminate pieces kendama yeah and then there would be like the prime version uh, i see what you're saying well like, they, they did kind of do that but they had like they? the prime version of their pro mod like the old pro mods oh yes they yes, had they, like yeah. the pro mods that they were making that was when they had the five rings on the spike yes like above the cerrado yeah and uh they made the prime version which i think also had that but yeah but that's like that was like more so the paint that was different. Right, 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 right. But that is int- you're talking about like different shapes for different pros. Like look at the GT team, like the Nick mod versus totally. the Ben mod versus the Einetter mod, like yeah, all huge those difference. are very different kendamas. Right. And it's because they're all designed by the individual pros, you know. Right, right, right. It's not the same as Kendama USA where you have either the shift or the the slim shape. Or as yeah, Terra, where yeah. we all have the prefect shape, it's right. they actually took the time to individualize their pro models. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is like what we were just talking it's about. Neat. It's that more niche thing. It's very GT. Yeah. You know, true, GT true, is true, very, yes. very niche. They have their their vision. Like they have their like thing that they are very good at, and they fucking do it, and they do it well. Right. So yeah, shout out GT for putting in the work and making dope shit as always. Right, right. Having it stand out, not just be the the average stuff, but. Also, the average, like, you know, simple is best. Usually, yeah. I mean, simplicity, there's a lot to be said with simplicity, you know? Yeah. I've always found it interesting, like, we're talking about designing kendamas and stuff, so I keep coming back to this, but um, when I make kendamas, like, sometimes I'll have, like, a very intricate design in my head of something, and I'll, like, try it, and it's, like, kind of cool, and people are stoked on it, but then I have, like, a very simple, like, Something that I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to make this real quick because it's simple and it'll be cool. Like, people will be stoked on it, kind of. And people go crazy over this, like, simple thing. And I'm like, that's the one? Yeah. Like, I thought this one was, like, what the – I put way more work into this one rather than, like, this – You know, but but the simplicity, like, almost, almost, like, without fail wins every time, you know? Right. People just – there's something about the, like, simplicity with, like, a couple minor details. Right. Rather than going crazy and throwing everything into one design. Yeah. You know? It's like having the it's fucking, interesting. It's it's like the poppy seed bagel versus the everything bagel or the plain. Exactly. It's like hmm. I mean, I'm Here's, not gonna lie. I'm an everything bagel kind of guy. I'm <laughs> I'm about it. But uh, I'm also not your average guy, I guess. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely people who go like on all different parts. Maybe try here, try from there, or just stick with one type the whole way through. But I guess that's yeah. that's the beauty of. Uh, different types of companies and different types of, I yeah. guess of everything, right? I'm just thinking of music right now. 
Yeah, no, that's right? what I was going to say. And that's why we're all able to like coexist together and do this because we're all kind of approaching it in our own way. Yeah. You know? yeah. Otherwise, it would just be everybody making the same thing and butting heads and competing with each other, which right. wouldn't be anywhere near as fun or like good hearted or anything. Like it would yeah. just be weird. Ooh. So like now, now it's like it's dope because of that, because everybody has their own input to give like. Like for here's a good example is have you seen Quill Kendama? This, this is a new company that the first I had heard or seen of them they came to the What's NAKO. NAKO, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the those guys are the homies, good dudes. They just love Kendama and just started making some stuff and they just dropped some new one that like has a really crazy shape to it. It has like a fat swoop on it like the old school Kendamas do with like a really big fat yes. like base cup ridge on it. Huge. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and it I don't it looks interesting. Like I remember seeing some prototypes at NACO and stuff and so like that's a prime example of like them approaching it in a different way and like bringing their own thing. That dude also has like a a laser like engraver that he uses like he was burning anything you want any design into like the big cup into like on the can oh, all okay, sorts of okay. stuff that he's on some shit with that that kind of stuff is really cool i'm stoked to see what happens with that thing more so, like portable like don't go anywhere laser cutting yeah we couldn't do it at the hotel at naco because it like makes smoke and shit so like we couldn't do it inside yeah so i wanted him to burn the big cup on my juggle setup because i usually mark the big cup because when i'm juggling then i can see like where the big cup is without oh, having yeah, to like yeah, yeah. work too hard at it. It's kind of like a stripe on a Tama, yes. but we didn't get a chance to do it. So next time I see him, we're gonna have to do it. <laughs> next time, you're gonna have yeah. fucking like brand Zawa's uh, girlfriends on your other butt cheek. Man, if Zawa had a girlfriend, I would fucking I don't know that. I've I've had this conversation with people. I wonder if he's ever had a girlfriend. I'm I've never <laughs> seen it. Right? Yeah, me neither. Oh man! Never even seen him express interest in females, to be honest. Other than like friends, of course. But like, yeah, hmm. I don't know. He's that. That was a weird guy, man. That was I a weird guy. Everyone, put everyone, it, I wouldn't put anything past him. He could could be anything. He could be gay. He could be asexual. Fuck, I don't know, man. <laughs> in love with himself or something. You got it. Yeah, just gotta you just come or, out to meet him. Yeah, you do. If you want to, if you want to know about Zawa, there's no better way than to fucking see Zawa and have him flip you off in person. <laughs> Uh, going back to, uh, <laughs> Coop Mod. Well, congrats, Coop. Yeah. And yeah. I think everyone's going to be looking forward to all the other new pro mods that, that should be coming out soon, little by little from Sweets. I think so. Yeah. That's, it's totally, it's, it's, it's happening. Um, but. So it seems. Like, okay. Glow in the dark. Mm-hmm. All right. Like. So, so the on, edit, I want to say shout out for the edit because the edit was really fucking cool. And I remember him talking about making this edit when I was in Minnesota. He was starting to build that room. Like oh, when I was, okay. like it was the day I was leaving. They were like marking out the area where they were gonna build it and shit. Oh so wow! So it's cool to like see him actually like finish the project and like have seen like at the beginning when he was talking about it. Oh, and, like, right, now all right. I get to see the vision come to life. Yeah, it was. I really thought he did a really set. good job, and it was even better than how he like explained it to me at first anyways yeah like what what i had thought based of what based on what he had told me like the way it came out was like a million times better than what i had even imagined Ooh. it was sick nice and it's got those coop tricks in there you know coops always got some funky new tricks right right, right. totally it's got those arm balance kind of tricks like the one my favorite maybe one of my favorite tricks in the edit was uh he does that pull up like ken grip pull up the tama to like arm balance like in the ditch of his arm like elbow kind elbow, of thing yeah, yeah. and then from there throws the ken 
to a lighthouse. Yeah. And like it doesn't ba- he doesn't balance it there, but as it hits the lighthouse, he drops it to that lighthouse. It's Ooh. so fucking steez. Ooh. And he has a couple tricks like that. You know, you know, Koopy's got the funky shit. If you want to yeah, know, yeah, you know yeah. what? I'm not going to explain the whole thing. Yeah, exactly, it. exactly. Yeah. But 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 to go with like like, it's flashy. It's cool that it's glow in the dark. <laughs> but isn't that like the worst time to play Kenjama? Or will this now Absolutely. help it because it's glow in the dark? So you should be able to track it. Hmm. See, like I have a Dama that uh, actually. Uh, Uptown Joe is the guy that works for Sweets. He does yeah. all the painting stuff now. He used to do all the like uh, handmade pins, stuff that they would pins, make, yeah. like the rolling pins, the Bilbo's, all that stuff was all Joe. Shout out Joe. Uh, a couple years ago at uh, the MKO, when I was leaving Minnesota, Joe was dropping me off at the airport, and he fucking snuck a Dama in my bag without even telling me oh, that shit. he had cut on every cup. There's like a, a line cut into like the big, small, and the base cup, and the tip of the spike and the slip ring okay. and on the bevel and in, in sorry inside the bevel and on the tama on the major, he had cut yeah. rings and inlaid glow in the dark epoxy okay. so if you ch- you have to charge it up with a light to get it to really glow like yeah, the yeah, coupe yeah, yeah. ones too like they they charge those up with like one of those led lights yes, and that's yes. why they glow so bright in the video right yeah um and it's like really sick cuz you can see all the spots and shit but it's still really hard to play in the dark it, right. Like it does not remedy that. Like there's just no <laughs> okay, getting okay. around that. <laughs> right. At least in my experience, I was yeah. I still had issues. Like I right. wanted to make like an edit with it, and like because it's cool. Like you, all you would see is the Dama and shit, but it's hard to film. Yeah. And it's like hard to do tricks even. Yeah. So yeah. I'm still I'm like I just moved my stuff into my house from storage, so I haven't even like got at stuff like that for a little while. But um, that's still on my mind to try and do some tricks with that, and at least make a couple tricks if not an edit, but. I would we'll assume you would need a that, pretty guess, but... pretty high def camera to get to film in such a dark I th- area. I think so, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. have it look and like, crispy. And a good room to do it in. Like my room has like windows and shit, so there's not a good place or time for me to have well, dude, it like that you're... dark. Well, let's set it right now. You got to go to the to the sweet studio and Coop is going to help you film Ooh. this fucking glow in the dark with so he you go with your Uptown Joe oh. jam and he goes in with his with new his. mod, and it's a glow-in-the-dark edit. Damn. I'm going to have to go back to Minnesota. Let's do this, Coop. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> I love working with Coop. Let's do it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Hell yeah. But glow-in-the-dark, yeah. Because, I mean, because they had, the, dark, they had the, the plastic, like, the catchy fucking LED lit yeah. kendamas where it's like, I remember the Chromies bringing those to clubs and stuff here in Tokyo, and looks awesome just doing like spacewalk lines like butterflies just fucking yeah. spinning it around but that's about it like don't try to fucking yeah spike getting that, that shit getting that finishers hard buddy it's, oh yeah they didn't that this is like those were made with like the old school shapes in mind so like that bevel yes. is like that old school like ozora bevel it's not the, oh, the reshape it ain't no sweets bevel it's fucking no way those tiny little guys buddy yeah yeah straight to hole <laughs> zero bev hell yeah that being said, they're fun though, especially like when you're with a bunch of people that don't play Dama, like in a club setting like that. Yes. Everybody's like drunk and just there for a good time. It's like those are, you're a fucking hero with one of those people, are, especially in Japan. People are like, whoa, sir, you spinning a Dama. Like, you don't, if you just fucking catch it on the big cup, you're a goddamn hero, but you might as yeah, well be totally. wearing a cape. Yeah. It's sick. Seriously. Seriously. So, yeah. So, yeah. so, interesting. Interesting. I wonder how this thing would really go in a in a full night setting 
Mm-hmm. I'm interested too because it's the first like mass produced like glow in the dark Tama like or Kendama in general that I know of anyway. Yeah. You know, like that like so I'm interested to see like how this like what people do with it. Like we're just talking about bringing these light up damas to the club and stuff. Right. So I would imagine that if anybody's going to have one of these and it's going to go to that kind of setting, they're going to bring this coop mod now. Right. You know. Right. So like I'm curious to see if there's any like new style of content that comes from this. If there's any new like if he's inspiring people to do more shit along those lines or like I'm just like this is like a little butterfly whapping, flapping its wings and now we're going to watch the ripples you know yeah I mean? yeah yeah, yeah. just go always stoked to watch the ripples ooh <laughs> man i wonder what the other ones are going to be uh-huh. like if if yo imagine if all of them had a different type of like enhance your kind of sense theme like to one it. of them was like it had like better sound one of them had better smell one, one was of like them was like a scratch and sniff feel. type jam and one was like would, edible i don't even know Kendama. how would you would I don't even know how you would execute all of those, but that's a cool idea. <laughs> right, and this is like the visual one? Yeah. Whoa. Man, the smell one would be weird. The smell one. Flower Dama. You just get different types of like flowers or some shit on each cup. So when you <laughs> land the Tama on the cup, it it spritz out like a jet of different type of smelling air or something. Oh, that's Each something cup's like a you could probably. That's weird, dude. You could totally dendama that if you get into like this booth that had these yeah. different types of like spritzers that oh, would shoot yeah, different okay. types of air. It's like, yeah, okay. And then you had the dendama, and it was programmed to be like, all right, this cup in this combination, it would shoot out fucking like chocolate syrup right on your face. <laughs> if you did that's this hilarious. combo, it's straight up like Indian curry. Wow. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. That's that's some next level shit. Broadening the horizons, bringing everyone into it. Yo, you want to ta- you want to smell some that, food? Yeah, play some yeah. kendama. <laughs> that just makes me think. Like, have you ever seen like people play video games with weird shit like that? Where like, uh, like for example, like uh, in Overwatch, there's a character named Anna that's like she's a sniper healer kind of thing, but. One of her like famous like emote things is she has like a T, and so like she'll put you to sleep. She has a sleep dart, so you're stuck just sleeping on the ground. Yeah. And people like teabag you. They'll come over and like crouch on you, so they're dipping their nuts on like teabag it. You know what I okay, mean? Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so, but people do that. So I saw like a video of a guy who made like a setup where he's playing Overwatch with like a teacup. Like when he moves the teacup, it does certain moves and shit okay, like that. Okay. Okay. So what if we use a dendama to do something like that? Ooh, so like, play a video if I game? catch Big Cup, it's like the sleep dart. If I fucking do Mochikame, they walk or something yeah, like that. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I'm playing like a fighting game, but I'm using the Dendama. So it's basically what Dendama was doing, but it's a much more involved version. And it's right, a different right, right. Game. It's not based off Kendama at all. It's just using the Kendama to yeah. play a different game. Yeah. That could be interesting in the future. Ooh. I'm sure that'll happen at some point. They'd have to do like a collab with uh, with Nintendo. Or like, what is it, like the Nintendo, oh. the 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 Wii? No, what's the newest one? Not a Wii. The Switch. The Switch Labo? Yeah. The Switch, yeah. I mean, that would be like a... That's a huge thing if they did a fucking Nintendo collab. I'm, like, people just do this on their own, like, just DIY yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. But if, if they did a fucking... Kendama and Nintendo collab, that'd be huge for Kendama, honestly. Huge. I, I'm... I'm not gonna say that I think they would do super well. They would not, dude. But, uh... They but would people not. would know about Kendama because of it. A lot of people would f- would see it. They would not. I mean, there's the whole, like, I remember a few weeks ago, Zuma Donkey 
posted a video of uh, Kodaman playing VR Kendama. And like they, I've like you've seen ah, the yeah. VR Kendama a few times in like World yeah. Cup and shit. And he's playing it and it's just like so fucking stupid. <laughs> it is so unnecessary. Uh, I love how much you hate it. I love it. It's like I don't understand the point of it at all. So when I, I've met, like, I've hung out with the dude who designed the VR thing. Yeah. And what he wants to do, <coughs> excuse me, what he wants to do with it is he wants to use it as, like, a teaching tool. So using things like the moon gravity that he has on it and stuff like that to slow things down that you wouldn't be able to do in real life so that people who struggle with catching that first big cup can, like, really line it up and see the movement because it's a half time yeah. kind of thing. And that he's not trying to get, like, Zuma Donker, like pro players to get in there and do fucking cool, tr- like you know, they're not gonna have a VR Kendama competition anytime soon. You yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah. But he's trying to fucking use it as a tool to, to get, get kids more involved and get beginners more, like, easily, like, it's ma- making it more accessible essentially through this tool is what he's trying to do. Dude, no one has a VR set. Oh, there's people who have it, but the majority of people don't but have it. But he brings it. it, he brings it to events. That's, that's the thing. It's like, you're right. The, not many people have one. And he brings it to events where everyone already has a kendama in their fucking bag. Yeah, not always. Like, we did, we did some events in, like, a, a shopping mall and shit where it was just, like, random people walking through. Oh, okay, okay. And, and that, that was try. cool because there was a lot of, like, I couldn't believe, like, we had, like, all sorts of shit going on at this event. There was, like, the, uh, like, uh, the Ken Ken Pa court, like, the, the hopscotch kind of course where, like, we okay, had, like, okay. little slack rails and, like, yeah, you had to yeah, hold, yeah. like, a big cup and go through all this shit. Yeah. We had, like, I was doing performances. We had mini games. We had the VR guy. We had Dendama. Oh, Everyone was all around the VR spot, man. They, the people loved it. They were all about it. It was crazy. <laughs> people want to fucking sign out by plugging in. Kids kids love that shit, man. You put, it's, like, it's magic, you know? Peace like, out. it's a screen. There's, like. It's going back to what. Everyone, I think a lot of people were really stoked of Kendama for bringing the youth like out of the virtual yes. world. I see where you're going with this. And he's yeah, like, no, no it's yo, take, it's, it's so cool. Get back in it. Here, yeah, he's, he's like a fucking, he's a pusher, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the VR pusher. He's pushing the drugs back in. Come on, guys. Man. It's good. Like, I Fuck, I don't, okay. yeah. I guess I can understand why you'd be apprehensive about it for him. sure. And in that in that sense, I'm also apprehensive because that is part of what makes Kendama dope. The no batteries, the no screen, right. just a fucking piece of wood and yeah. a string. Yeah. Like that's what makes it dope is it's so analog. Right. I mean, like when all this shit is done, when the internet's gone, when no one's listening to Dominerds anymore, watching fucking Netflix <laughs> all day wasting their life, and like real shit hits the fan, like we're all gonna be still holding on to our Kendamas. Hell yeah. You know? From my cold dead hands. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. On that. Hell yeah. No, we've been jamming for a while. I think this is a we good have been. close to end uh, to, to finish up episode two four. Yes, yes. It was good jam. Bit of a rant, but it, we we covered some good topics. We went here and there. Yeah. It was a good, oh, good yeah. jam skis, as the uh, well, as the sour mash would say. Good jam skis. Uh, good jam skis. Yeah. Hell's yeah. Hell yeah. 
And as always, you know, you guys got to go check out the Dominerds Instagram. Go hit us up on totally. the Patreon, on Kendertainment. Support uh, not only the nerds, but MJ in his endeavors of the crazy Ken games, the Dominatex, oh, yeah. the, oh, yeah. all the madness that this guy gets going. Uh, shotgun interviews. Shotgun interviews. I still have so many that I need to fucking edit that uh, were from like Ken Dummer World Cup. Yeah, you had a backlog for a while. Your oh, so much. Fucked. So much. I just need to fucking push them out and... I'm going to try to do a little vlogging tomorrow for uh, the, the girls' competition, the Open. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got my battery charged. Yeah. The camera should be good. But yeah, everyone, check it out. If you want to support, definitely do that. Uh, if you think that's a little too much for you, you don't worry. Just fucking share this stuff on on your yeah. feed. Share with your, your other Dama homies your friends, that don't know talk about, about it yet. The nerds. Nerds unite. And uh, yeah. yeah, should be good. Getting ready. Mm-hmm. Catch and Flow is coming up. Good things are happening. It's the end of the yeah. Expect some episodes from Catch and Flow. Yes, we're gonna be getting together because yes. we'll be, we'll both be in the same spot. It's a rare occasion, so exactly. we're gonna get together. We're gonna do some stuff. Oh Hopefully yeah. Hopefully get some funky guests going. We'll see who yeah. we can snag into a room for an hour or two. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Hell's yeah. All right, man. Hell's yeah. All right. And on that note, hell's yeah. The nerds are out. These hands. Motherfucker, these hands built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan. These hands, motherfucker, these hands built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan. These hands, these hands, motherfucker, these hands built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan. These hands, these hands, motherfucker, these hands built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan. Snapping, clapping, slapping, smacking. Wait till I get these hands in action. Unhand your girl, I hand you a napkin to wipe your tears, cause your Mac is slacking. They told me put my hands on the hood. I put my hands in the air and I threw up my hood. These hands ain't never flip birds, but I still flip the middle finger to a pig. Word. One hand on the mic, one hand on my dick. Your hands in the air, these hands don't care. Ten fingers to touch, squeeze and please to count the scratch and tickle the keys. Shake, shake the dice up, beat the drum. Do the reps, man, grab you some. When shit gets real, it's time to lash out. Or put your hands on a wheel and smash out these hands. Motherfucker, these hands built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan. These hands. Motherfucker, these hands built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan. These hands. These hands. Motherfucker, these hands built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan. These hands. These hands. Motherfucker, these hands built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan. These hands. Motherfucker, you can catch these. Tell your girl, bring that ass sundress, please. And I'ma grab it with both of my hands. Fucked a lot of these girls, and yeah, most of them fans. Sean Daly told me not to ever groupie girls. Had a lot of sex, but never fucked a Gucci girl. Crouch did a song with her. If my ass wasn't married, then I probably would've hit her. When I was young, I dug my hands in the earth. Then I got older, put my hands up for skirt. Teacher told me I should wash my hands, but I'd rather be a filthy, dirty young man. Hands down, best rappers in the underground. Check the profile, fool, we don't fuck around. We don't mumble like the rest of these fucking clowns. Pick a city, any stage, we'll shut them down. These hands, motherfucker, these hands. Built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan. These hands, motherfucker, these hands. Built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan. These hands, these hands. Motherfucker, these hands. Built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan. These hands, these hands. Motherfucker, these hands. Built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan. This shit sound like chest day. Put your max weight on the bar and press play. 
I'm slap boxing with the beat. Used to walk around strapped with a pack of full of heat, and I was still down a throw from the shoulders, man. But that type of shit'll land you in the hold and tank. So nowadays I don't chuck 'em, I just chuck up the deuce. Three kids and a wife, I got too much to lose. These hands been all around the world, my dear. These hands been all around the world, bitch. Choking, smoking, far and near. Many oceans searching for a pearl, bitch. Never panhandled, only manhandled. Get what I want within my clutch, bitch. Shock a peace sign if you're at least nice. Or flip you the bird, I give a fuck, bitch. Watch this shit I do with my hands real quick, Grouch. Merch, look. These hands, motherfucker, these hands. Built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan, these hands. Motherfucker, these hands built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan. These hands, these hands. Motherfucker, these hands built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan. These hands, these hands. Motherfucker, these hands built this from the ground up with a foolproof plan.